from the prophet Zephaniah. On that day it will be said in Jerusalem, Fear not, O Zion, do not be discouraged. The Lord God is in your midst as a mighty saviour. He will rejoice over you with gladness and renew you with his love. Please join in our first carol, the angel Gabriel. From the prophet Malachi, Lo, I am sending my messenger to prepare the way before me. But who will endure the day of his coming? And who can stand when he appears? He is like the refiner's fire, or the fuller's lie. Please join in our carol, Come, Come, Come to the Manger. i 
from the prophet Isaiah. The people who walked in darkness has seen a great light. Upon those who dwelt in the land of gloom, a light has shone. You have brought them abundant joy and great rejoicing. Please join in our carol in the bleak midwinter. From the prophet Isaiah. For a child is born to us, a son is given us. Upon his shoulder dominion rests. The name they give him, Wonder Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Please join in our carol, Away in a Manger.
please join in our final carol before Mass, the first Noel. Please join in our entrance hymn, Once in Royal David City.
son came and lived amongst us. Bless these still images that remind us of that place of joy, poverty, and wonder. And we ask this through Christ our Lord. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, the Lord be with you. Today, in the town of David, a Saviour has been born for you. He is Christ the Lord. And here is a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. These words bring us here to this church today to celebrate Christmas, the birth of the Christ child, the Son of God, come on earth. Welcome to everyone who's come. Welcome to families, individuals and visitors to the church this evening. You're most welcome. And we've come to celebrate this great feast of joy and hope, this great sense of poverty in Bethlehem, but also of wonder and joy. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, your mighty God and Prince of Peace, Lord of mercy. For Jesus, your word of God made flesh and splendor of the Father, Christ of mercy. For Jesus, you are the way, the truth, and the life, Lord of mercy. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Give you thanks 
let us pray. O God, who have made this most sacred night radiant with the splendour of the true light, grant, we pray, that we who have known the mysteries of his light on earth may also delight in his gladness in heaven, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. The people that walked in darkness has seen a great light. On those who live in a land of deep shadow, a light has shone. You have made their gladness greater. You have made their joy increase. They rejoice in your presence as men rejoice at harvest time, as men are happy when they are dividing the spoils. For the yoke that was weighing him on him, the bar across his shoulders, the rod of his oppressor, these you break as on the day of Midian. For all the footgear of battle, every cloak rolled in blood is burnt and consumed by fire. For there is a child born for us, a son given to us, and dominion is laid on his shoulders. And this is the name they give him. Wonder Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Wide is his dominion in a peace that has no end. For the throne of David and for his royal power which he establishes and makes secure. In justice and integrity, from this time onwards and forever, the jealous love of the Lord of hosts will do this. The word of the Lord.
A reading from the letter of St. Paul to Titus. God's grace has been revealed, and it has made salvation possible for the whole human race, and taught us that what we have to do is to give up everything that does not lead to God, and all worldly ambitions. We must be self-restrained and live good and religious lives here in this present world, while we are waiting in hope for the blessing which will come with the appearing of the glory of our great God and Saviour, Christ Jesus. He sacrificed himself for us in order to set us free from all wickedness and to purify a people so that it could be his very own and would have no ambition except to do good. The word of the Lord. be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Caesar Augustus issued a decree for a census of the whole world to be taken. This census, the first, took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to be registered. So Joseph set out from the town of Nazareth in Galilee and travelled up to Judea to the town of David, called Bethlehem, since he was of David's house and line, in order to be registered together with Mary, his betrothed, who was with child. And while they were there, the time came for her to have her child, and she gave birth to a son, her firstborn. She wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them at the inn. In the countryside close by, there were shepherds who lived in the fields and took it in turns to watch their flocks during the night. The angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone round them, and they were terrified. But the angel said, Do not be afraid. Listen, I bring you news of great joy, a joy to be shared by the whole people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. And here is a sign for you. You'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. And suddenly with the angel there was a great throng of the heavenly host, praising God and singing, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace to men and women who enjoy his favour. 
The Gospel of the Lord. I was thinking this week about the different Christmases of my own life, the times and ways that I have celebrated Christmas as a child and also as an adult, the different places and the different people that I have spent Christmas Day with. Many of the people are no longer with me. Thank God many are still alive. A third of the Christmases of my own life have been spent with you in this parish. I suppose that means, for many of you, also a big chunk of your own lives that you have spent with me on Christmas Day too. And for those who are the younger ones here, perhaps all of the Christmases you have spent here with me uh, at this uh, Christmas Mass. As you might imagine, it's great to be with many people over the years and to see what this feast means for so many people. I suppose I recognise today that what we are doing in this moment under this roof is in fact another Christmas together. We are at Mass, singing the carols, remembering and recalling the Christmas story. The food, the eating the exchanging of presents, the meeting with family and friends has its importance. But what you do today in this moment is all important. My own mind goes back to another parish in which I was the priest and celebrating Christmas with them. After celebrating Mass in that parish, I went to Carstairs State Hospital where I was the Catholic chaplain at that time. If you know the state hospital, then you will know it's the place for those who have committed a serious crime or in danger to themselves or to others, and they are under the state's care because of their mental health. The people there are very sick indeed, but because of the nature, perhaps, of their crimes, there are often no visitors on a Christmas day like this. And because of its location, the hospital itself is a very remote place. It's difficult to find transport, especially on a Christmas day, to go there. And the place itself is eerily quiet on a Christmas day, for many of the patients themselves hide away on that day. It should be a day in which there should be joy for them, but they very often are not feeling it. I was able to be with them for a number of Christmases and to bring them presents, gifts and to visit them individually in the wards where they lived. Looking back on those Christmases spent in that particular hospital, it seemed to me that it was a place in which people were tortured by their pasts, tortured by the ill health that they had and Christmas, in a certain sense, meant a great deal to them with its message of salvation, its message of joy and hope and light, it eased their burden. Those words of the Christmas story meant 
the world for them. It was light and darkness. It was about humanity that was lost and found. It's about sins that are forgiven. And they themselves derived great consolation that the Son of God had come truly on earth for them. They were loved like anyone else. They were saved like everybody else. In many ways, in a certain sense, they realised the true meaning of Christmas. That idea of finding the true meaning of Christmas is something perhaps that we are inclined to think a lot about. We realise that we get lost in all sorts of ways. Frantic buying, consumerism, worries about money, overeating, overdrinking. There is a forest of distractions. At the end of the day, we can all think about it. It's almost as if it's the running about, the spending money. Instead of making us feel good, it very often makes us feel empty. All of us, I suppose, have to look into our own hearts to explore what Christmas actually means to us. We might have known what it meant to us as a child, but what does it mean to us as we grow up into adulthood? Perhaps we no longer feel the joy, the inner joy and stirrings in our own heart, no longer feel that anticipation, no longer feel the longing for the day to arrive that we once did as we were children. Finding then the true meaning of Christmas, for many people we realise that it's come to mean many things. But we believe that in this church we know exactly what the true meaning of Christmas is. It lies in this stable with the animals where the very Son of God was born. It lies in the announcement of the angels to the poor shepherds. It's about Mary and Joseph who are homeless on the first Christmas night. It's about Bethlehem itself in which the Son of God is forced to lie in the straw, the trough of the animals. It's about the glory of God that's come on earth. It's about him whom we place our hope and trust our joy to him for our sakes and for the generations to come. The child of Bethlehem has come for us. So we have come, we believe, to reach the true meaning of Christmas, to celebrate this spectacular hour, this moment that is different from every other moment in history, the moment in when the Saviour comes and God is among us in the world. In the dark night, then, in which the cold winds blew, the Son of God rested in the straw of the manger, watched over by Mary and Joseph, and looked at in wonder by the shepherds. The true meaning of Christmas indeed lies here. The joy and the light of this night we carry away from this place into our own life, into our own homes, and it inspires us to be better people, to love our neighbour, and to live in the right way. All of us have come here to rekindle a great truth of our own life, that God himself so loved the world that he sent his own son into the world, not to condemn it, but so that through him the world might be saved. Those people in the state hospital knew exactly 
what the Christmas story really meant. For it was light and darkness. It was about being lost but found. It was about salvation. It was about being rescued. It was about joy and love and peace. You will surely only come to know the true meaning of Christmas if in your own hearts these things are awakened. That desire in your own life to be found. That desire in your own life to be saved. And that desire in your own life to find light and joy and peace in the child of Bethlehem. May I ask you please to stand? I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, God from God, and the Father, and through him all things our salvation, he came down from heaven, and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate to the Virgin Mary, and became man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, suffered death and died. Let us pray. On this Christmas day, we pray that the light of the Son of God may shine brightly in our lives. Lord, hear us. Angels announce peace at the birth of Christ. We pray that places in the world that know war and death and destruction, that they may soon come to know peace. Lord, hear us. For the healing of the planet, the decisions taken now may heal the damage that has been done in the past. Lord, hear us. For true sharing in the world's resources, so that the poor nations may share in the riches of creation and that their people may live in human dignity. Lord, hear us. For families, that they may be, there may be peace and harmony in family life. Lord, hear us. And for all who have died, especially those that we remember on the feast of Christmas. Lord, hear us. Heavenly Father, we ask you to listen to our prayers, the desires of our hearts, and our intercessions on behalf of others. We ask these to Christ our Lord. Please be seated. Please join in our offer to him, O little town of Bethlehem.
pray, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this day's feast be pleasing to you, O Lord, we pray, that through this most holy exchange we may be found in the likeness of Christ, in whom our nature is united to you, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Amen. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For in the mystery of the Word made flesh, a new light of your glory has shone upon the eyes of our mind, so that as we recognise in him God made visible, we may be caught up through him in love of things invisible. And so with the angels and the archangels, thrones and dominions, hosts and powers of heaven, we sing the hymn of your glory as without end we acclaim. Indeed, holy O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, and drink from it. For this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, 
together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be coerced to eternal life. We may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you, look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. And now let's offer one another a sign of peace and friendship. This is Jesus Christ, the Son of God and the Son of Mary. Blessed are those called to the Supper of the Lamb. To invite you to come forward for Holy Communion. If you feel unable to receive Holy Communion, maybe you'd like to receive a blessing, please feel free to come forward. Uh, but if you're not going to receive Holy Communion or a blessing, then obviously just remain seated where you are.
Let us pray. Grant us, we pray, O Lord our God, that we who are gladdened by participation in the feast of our Redeemer's Nativity may, through an honourable way of life, become worthy of union with him, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Just at the end of Mass, I want to wish all of you a very happy, happy Christmas. I hope it's a great day for all of you, whatever you might be doing. 
uh, lovely to see so many families here with us, and especially all the children and young people too, and uh, the most uh, welcome, obviously, on this very special day. There's a small uh, gift for you at the end of Mass. Uh, that's the youngsters, not the adults. Uh, so just uh, be careful. Uh, and as you leave, uh, please uh, feel free to take one of those. Um, and if you ha if you are with a family with young ones, maybe if you're just at the end of Mass, maybe just to uh, bring them to the crib before you leave, give them a wee look at the crib and uh, say a wee prayer for yourself and uh, also for your families too. Uh, Thanks uh, for being with us here, and of course, I uh, wish you a very happy Christmas, all of you. God bless you all. The Lord be with you. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Please join in our final hymn, Hark the Herald Angels Sing. <laughs>